Hi, I'm Susie Schaff, and this is the Short Pass 10-Minute Podcast. Uh, today, it's a World Cup edition. We are talking about Uruguay in Group A. And with me, I have Roberto Rojas from Low Limit Football. What's up, Roberto? How are you, Susie? Oh, it's wonderful to talk to you on this side of things. Normally, I'm doing podcasts for you. Uh, Uruguay is in Group A with Russia, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia. And uh, how are you? How are you feeling about uh, the chances to get out of the group? Well, it's certainly been uh, a definitely a, a, a really interesting path to Uruguay heading into this World Cup. You know, obviously, when we get accustomed to Uruguay, you know, the, the way that they're able to qualify for these tournaments are via playoffs or just last minute. But when you're looking at the way that Uruguay qualified for this World Cup, you know, they finished second, way above teams like Argentina, Colombia, and Peru, who all qualified, but only below Brazil. You have to be really confident on this team moving forward. Um, they were lucky enough and fortunate enough to be in a group with the host. Egypt and of course Saudi Arabia and you, you would think that with Uruguay they are the clear favorites to win and get out of this group I think when you're looking at such a great team that Uruguay is able to put in um, you know up front with two quality strikers like Luis Suarez and Edson Cavani you know you have a, a, a center back duo of Goldin and, and Jimenez both at Atletico Madrid you know performing very well and then you look at the X factor in all of this and I think it's the midfield you know you have a lot of players coming up a lot of young players like Ben Core of Juventus, Lucas Torero, Santoria, you know, that I think that was able to to really look at this team. And, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, this Uruguay side has a lot of talent on all ends of the pitch that many people are not even just thinking of them as themselves of just getting out of their group and seeing what happens there. But, you know, many people are looking at them as a as a possible dark horse to win this World Cup. Pretty amazing, huh? <laughs> um, were there... Are there any like surprise selections for you in the final 23 or any recent uh, last minute injuries or uh, or changes that 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 you know of or that you can think of? Well, certainly, I think the, the two big ones that I'm able to point out is Nico Lodato of Seattle Sounders. I mean, obviously, he is injured. He hasn't been on form for quite some time in MLS and was really a part of the was, was a mainstay of the national team during qualifying. You know, Oscar Tavares really relied on him in that midfield, um, you know, playing in that uh, four-man midfield. And he was really a, an important player. So that's definitely a, a name that really was surprised that I didn't see go to the final 23-man squad. And the other one is Federico Valverde of Deportivo La Coruña. You know, he's 19 years old, and you know, you would think that such a player like him would have so many chances on a, you know, you know, you look at the midfield real quick, it is age, it's a mix of age and, you know, youth and rawness. So, you know, you have players like Torreira, I mentioned, 22, Bentancourt, 20, um, Descarreta, 24, Nandes, 22, you know, and then you look at Sanchez, 33, Christian Rodriguez, 32. So, yeah, I mean, it's certainly... Um, um, uh, a case where you know he was uh, he, he unfortunately had to be cut because of this of a player going in that was in just tremendous form and you know I, I think for me it is kind of the base of the squad that you know makes them so strong is that they're able to maintain the players that they've been able to maintain for for since the qualifying process uh, for Russia and up to now I mean yeah I think I think more than anything it's that that's really the the main strength of the zero side to really maintain the the core and, and really move forward from that but certainly a lot of players coming up um, that unfortunately were not able to make this World Cup squad uh, I mentioned Valverde you mentioned Gaston Ferreiro of, of PSV um, 
Gaston Ramirez and Sampdoria, you know, unfortunately they weren't able to make the squad, but you know, you, you kind of have to look at the competition that's ahead of them. So, um, <clears throat> what, what exactly does this mean, uh, for, uh, the nation of Uruguay? Uh, seems to be a pretty positive influence or at least pretty positive feeling going in, I. I, I would think so. I think that, you know, you would look at them as the second tier of favorites behind teams like, um, you know, uh, your usual favorites of Brazil, Germany, France, Spain, and, and Argentina. You know, they, they are the usual favorites that you would come accustomed. Uruguay, you know, for all the star power that they have up front, you know, you, you kind of have to look at perhaps um, some of the weaknesses that they have. I mean, I don't see any obvious ones that many other teams have. I mean, you know, you talk about the, the, um, the experience of Christian Rodriguez and see how much he has in the midfield. You know, he's not getting any quicker. And, you know, you look at perhaps Martin Cáceres at 31. He's not getting any younger as well. I mean, it, it's kind of interesting as well that many people aren't talking about this Uruguay side, um, you know, going far. Because you look at the last two tournaments, um, unfortunately, in, in both circumstances, Luis Suarez uh, did not play a part in the main matches where they unfortunately were eliminated in 2010 due to that handball against Ghana. That saw them lost to Holland in the semifinal. Finals, then the bite on Chiellini in the last game uh, in their group in 2014. That's on the lose to Colombia without them. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be uh, hopefully a third time to charm for Luis Suarez to really keep his head up and, and hopefully not cause any controversy as he has in the last two World Cups. <laughs> keep his mouth to himself and, and everything. Um, but yeah, if, if you get him, if you get him on form with him and Cavani, then this team could really do some damage. And, and you know. As bad and, and as you know, many people aren't really familiar with this Uruguay side. Um, you know, they can really surprise a lot of people in this World Cup and, and really go for a deep run. Um, realistically, is um, you mentioned uh, Suarez would is he going to be the star, the decisive player, or do you have a dark horse on that Uruguay squad that could make the difference? I mean, I, I think when you're looking at the, the season that Suarez had at Barcelona, you know, you kind of have to uh, single him out among the rest. I mean, yes, Cavani is great as well, but you kind of have to, uh, you know, you kind of question his ability to play, you know, and then we've seen that sometimes, perhaps when he's not being able to finish properly or something like that. I think when you look at Suarez and that kind of thing, you get the whole picture, you get the whole thing, and I feel that he's the X factor in all this. The one player I would want to mention, of course, is Maxi Gomez. You know, uh, you kind of have to look at what's going to happen to Uruguay when Suarez and Cavani are done. Um, you know, having to look forward to Maxi Gomez, you know, Celta Vigo coming off a, a sensational season over there in, in La Liga. You know, he scored, I believe, 17 goals or something along those lines. So, yeah, clearly a, a breakout star, and at 21 years old he's really you know that successor for this team so you know in the case where you know some of the goals are perhaps drying up from Cavani or Suarez you look at Gomez and really rely to him as more of a super sub more than a more than a starter because I think that's his current situation now but come four years time if they do qualify for the next World Cup um, you kind of have to look at Gomez as that main striker uh, for Uruguay it's interesting because a country of only three million people is such to, is producing such incredible talent um, it, it's, it comes to no surprise to me that this team is just going to produce talents from years to come out. And I feel that it's going to affect them in the next few World Cups if they do indeed qualify. 
Well, uh, that's uh, that's about all the time we have. Uh, Roberta Rojas, once again from Low Limit Football. Check them out. Awesome podcasts and great World's, uh, World Cup podcasts as well. And uh, my name is Susie Schaff. Once again, this is the Short Pass 10-Minute Podcast. Thank you. 